happened now that we are recording and bam, I say it and it just happens. How cool is that? Good morning. It is Monday, Monday Mindset. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, Lady Canada, live with you. Sisters, and good morning, everyone. Oh my gosh, Monday, March 3rd. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. And, you know, it's a new month. Uh, it's a Monday. Eyes um, of March. The end, of, yes. <laughs> Beginning of March end of February and wow, is there so much going on? We're getting closer to our 200th episode, which will be coming up uh, in about three weeks. Look for some exciting, exciting news about that. And a blast from the past, one of our cousin's wives had posted um, a video from Daniel's disco in New Haven from the 80s or it was probably was late seventies, maybe 1980. And Gary used to be a bouncer there. So we were just trying to look to see, you know, do we see Gary in there? I think that was the time frame when he had hair. So we're excited to uh, watch that at some point, but great music. Oh my gosh. I was really getting into it, but anyways, I'm going to turn it over to Carol Sue for just a moment and I will be right back. Well, we've got some great news, you know, Monday Mindset, you want something to really get your blood flowing first thing in the morning when you wake up, especially if you are an entrepreneur or you just love social media, right? And you find yourself scrolling what's going on. It's a new month, eyes of March, March 1st, and all that entails. And I love it when a new beginning, a new month happens on a Monday. Now, even though we've chatted about this several times, Monday is not the start of the new week. Actually, Sunday is the start of the new week. But for all intents and purposes, a lot of people, I think they they just, they feel Monday is like, you know, the start of the work week, which that could be true too, the start of a school week. So I, I get the I get the connection with both days. But there is something to say about starting a new day, a new week, Monday, and it's also the new first day of that first month. It just, it's a whole renewal, it's a whole rejuvenation. What am I gonna accomplish this month? We are now entering into our first, almost end of first quarter of the year. We made it through the whole 2020, what's going to happen? And now we are in 2021 and we're entering that first quarter. So I think what I took over from 2020 and what, you know, reinsurgence every month, especially the first of the month, is the power of the people, the power of you, the power of change, which definitely gets into your mind and helps with your mindset. So I wake up this morning and of course I have to share this because I do, I always check social media on before we go live. And when I say the power of the people, the power of the consumer is paramount in your mindset because we're the little people. We're not, you know, the big corporations, we're not the CEOs, we don't control a lot of what's going on in our world. And we already talked about that, that we're never actually, they're not even actually in control, although they think they are. And they appear to be for a while, but then things happen, shift happens. And the reason being with that 
is the consumer collectively has a voice as one we don't have a voice if you want change if you want change in your mindset what do you do you surround with other people that have like-minded characteristics habits that are going to help you and enhance you with your mindset with your health and wellness but also when we collectively get together as consumers we can make change they're not always these big huge changes but the point being that our voice as a consumer does have impact. So with that, Hasbro says that Potato Head will keep Mr. after the outcry over the gender-inclusive line. Hallelujah, amen. Potato, Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head, you are safe from the vultures of the cancel culture. I think that's what I'm gonna rename them, the vultures of the cancel culture. Because as I said, the power of the consumer, the power of the people do have an impact. And there's nothing wrong with making changes to align. So I'm not saying that. There's nothing wrong with enhancing improvement because we're always in motion and improvement. Our journey doesn't stop. And that also applies to things that consumers use. You want them updated. You want change. You want a new version, something bigger, better, whatever it may be. But when it gets to the point of associating a toy, a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head, which is a plastic toy, people, and you want to infiltrate this cancel culture, gender exclusive cray cray into a child's toy, people were a little annoyed. Not only were they annoyed that you would bring something about gender into a toy in that manner. It's a cray-cray moment. It's what, it's a moment when you scratch your head, like these people, these creators of Hasbro have got nothing better to do. And that goes to show you about what we always talk about on Thursday, what's trending on Thursday. Corporations also follow trends. And because the narrative, which is being puked over, our society with those that are, you know, have a pandering mindset and that, that's what their mind, their mindset is all about pandering, fear mongering, changing, making changes and people don't want it. And so the people spoke, the people were outraged. They declared their dissatisfaction and thought this was ridiculous. And they let it be heard all over social media, writing letters, calling people. That shows you when a mindset collectively, multiple mindsets collectively come together and cause change. So bravo to the consumers out there that thought, okay, this has gone a little too far. <laughs> what do you think, Jan? Craig, oh my God, don't even get me started. You know, here is the thing, and this is, honestly is just kind of my take on all this BS. If you are offended by something, for instance, that I said, if you are personally offended by something that I said, if it was said with intent, then yes, you should be offended. You should be mad and you should call me out on it. Simple as that. If I am wrong, I will always step up to the plate. So I want to know who the F has, bro. Like, I just don't understand this this mentality of now let's throw gender into everything. Although I may not personally understand 
where somebody from the LB uh from that community and, and i'm not sure what the lettering is it's it just kind of escaped my mind although i may not understand it i'm not going to go out of my way to cancel and put anything in about gender into anything that i'm doing that is beyond ridiculous i grew up with mr potato head in fact, I had a, excuse me, I had a hand-me-down Mr. Potato Head. What is this world coming to? Are you flipping kidding me? Well, I think too that it spills over because of, you know, the serious nature of the whole trans, transgender issue. Because you have now seen, especially in Connecticut, your, your, my home state, your home state that you currently live in, where athletes, it, it really has this whole transgender debacle, discussion, whatever you want to call it, as ramifications that are serious for some young women athletes. That is a fight that people need to take on. And I am not saying, and we're not saying collectively, that there's anything wrong with a transgender div division. So that's my point. Everyone's like, well, what can you do? Blah, 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 blah. There is a men's division for a reason. There is a women's division for a reason. And if you have to create, and there's nothing wrong with creating a new division. I don't have a problem with that. Create a transgender division. Make it competitively uh, with equality in mind over not only the mindset and the who the physical person is but biologically who they are and if you have that that middle road of the transgender where they have feelings that they were born incorrectly with the wrong body parts then have another division that's a transgender division i don't think for most people i, I don't think anybody would have an issue with that because no, when, not at all when you're taking a biologically male who really feels from from the mindset that they are biologically female so now i'm just going to go into the women's division because i associate more with women but biologically you have an advantage how is that unity and fairness to the women that are very confident in who they are with their mindset in their bodies. So my point being, there's nothing wrong with saying that you feel that you, you know, are very proud that you're a transgender. And so you should, you should be very proud. Absolutely. Everyone should be proud of who they are and embrace and love who they are. But when that mindset of the whole unity and have to be, and everything has to be inclusive. I disagree with, I almost disagree with the word for, for, for many reasons. And it's not a question of the whole inclusive that everyone needs to be welcomed and feel good. Why can't you still have, I think if you were to say to the men's division and the women's division, do you, are you all inclusive? Do you feel you know comfortable where you're at? They're going to feel fine. So why not create a division for transgenders? And they're still going to be 
with that mindset of all the other athletes they just have their own division it's no different than an age we know what's next an age division now because we are in our well you're not quite there yet and i'm not technically a senior but you know when you go into they have senior divisions in pickleball they have senior divisions in tennis so so what are we going to do we're going to have somebody who decides and this is going to sound really crazy, but th- th- this is how crazy I think this whole thing is. I, you know, you know, the old saying, oh, it's a young person with the old soul. So you're going to have somebody that's 18 years old. Well, you know, my mindset is really one of a senior. I have an old soul. So I'm going to compete now in the senior division. Does that make any sense? Obviously not. But if you're going to use the word all inclusive to the extent that they're cray craying about, and for those of you who don't know what cray cray means, it means crazy, just a softer way of saying cray cray. You're cray cray. Those people are cray cray. So can you imagine? I'm 18. I am in, you know, physically just, you know, I'm young, I'm, I'm youthful, I've got the power, I've got the athleticism, but my mindset, I feel inside I'm an old. So, so I, you know, for, cause I have this old soul, soul, I want to compete with people that I, you know, relate to. I relate to seniors. Well, they're going to kick my ass, of course. Well, well absolutely. That's how, that's how a woman feels if a transgender who's biologically a male, like she's still working hard and she's, and the point being is they're working really hard for scholarships for, you know, professional when they, you know, whatever they're going to do, whether they go to the Olympics, they're working really hard in their division. The simple solution is create a damn division for the transgenders. I don't, like, who the hell's running this stuff? Can't anybody think of this stuff? You got to let two sisters podcast figure this out. Come on, people. Well, the other thing too is what um, I'm sure that people realize this, but when you have a female and a male competing in the same division, the genetic makeup of the male we know obviously is different and why because they have more testosterone that's just the way it is that's the way mother nature made everything up you can't get around it now does that mean that maybe a female of the same age and maybe the same you know as far as where they are in their journey with being an athlete athlete whatever sport they're playing is not better than a male quite possibly that is a definite possibility but the point is genetically speaking a male and probably and don't quote me on this percentage i'm just going to throw it out there i would say probably 95 percent of the time is going to be out a female i should say a transgender will be at beat out a female in that specific division because of their genetic makeup correct and that's been proven and that's why there's so many people and kudos to the three women athletes that their moms you know are taking charge and they're they want to bring a suit forward and certain areas won't allow them to bring it forward it's ridiculous and you know just the word that you just said I'm sure it's up for debate for all inclusiveness. I bet you didn't even catch the word you used. 
Mother Nature. Is that the next thing that's going to go there? Well, you can't call nature mother. That's not all inclusive. What would they call it? Gender, na gender nature? Uh, I, I don't even know. Like, but that's how stupid and crazy and people are fed up. And I'm not going to give kudos to Hasbro because they started this craziness to begin with. So they're only looking at their bottom line and they did it for survival <laughs> that they want people to still buy their products. So that's pretty obvious, but I was going to say kudos to, and I, and they were kind of forced to do it if they want to survive because there is power in the people of we, the people, we have power. And that's what I'm going to say about Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. So congratulations to everyone that was outraged, that has common sense enough to say enough is enough. Like this is ridiculous, and we're tired of the cray craze trying to cancel out all of our culture for this thing called all inclusiveness. I think it's ridiculous, and that's and that's the way I feel. <laughs> well, it's not only ridiculous, it you know, if you really think about it, I think, again, just my opinion, I'm sure they did this for the marketing thing. You know, well, are the sales down? And they, could, and they could have, you know, that's the other aspect that people have to understand. Maybe they had no intentions of ever doing it. And I'm not saying that that's true, but because we are in such a world of attention seekers, jumping on the wave of what's trending, and all this all-inclusiveness and because of what's going on with these uh, young women athletes, people are riding the wave. There's no doubt about it. Uh, totally change the subject from Monday Mindset. Did you have an opportunity to see any of the CPAC speakers or at least the keynote speaker, which was no other than Mr. 45, Mr. Well, I don't want to call him. I, I don't think I can ever call him Mr. Trump anymore. It would always have to be President Trump. Well, in, in my opinion, he deserves that designation. Yes, I did. I caught um, a couple speakers. I, I don't know some of their names, but I caught Dan Bongino. Oh, he's and, on fire. And obviously watched uh, President Trump uh, yesterday. And, and Gary said something. And I think one of the speakers or one of the uh, news people on that station said it, it's very difficult to call him former. President Trump. And it, I have to is. agree with that. I, it is. And I think people were just though, so, you know, there's their hearts and their souls. I, I know from just being a viewer, you realize how much not only did you truly miss his leadership, and a lot of people, I was actually actually chatting with a couple of people yesterday, earlier in the evening after his speech, and they said, you know. I love the fact that he really now has concrete differences between the two after the person that's occupying the White House currently, what they, what he has done or his admin has done, his administration has done versus what uh, President Trump and his administration has had done. And you can, or now and what the current is undoing and there is a vast difference and I was very thankful that President Trump actually pointed out those differences 
along with really pointing out the, the pretty obvious differences. You know, this is a lot of what's going on is socialism, which is leading to communism. He also pointed out the fact that this party who claims that they are the party of women truly is not because of this whole transgender thing. Uh, also about job creation, they're doing, they're taking jobs away instead of creating jobs. But the one thing, I think one of the, the lines, two things that he said is that he'll, he'll be back, but the other being, we went from America first to America last. And that impacted me in such a profound way because it's so true. And again, as consumers, as voters, it's, it's different when you have the choice and the power of the people to make the change. But when you know now that the person that's occupying the White House truly does not belong there and did not even earn the votes to be in there, that the power of the people relied on not only our judicial systems and SCOTUS, and they were such a big failure. And the other thing that I felt about was if SCOTUS is not going to do anything, not even bother to listen, because that's their job to listen to cases that has merit and these cases had merit. It's not saying that the outcome would have came out what everyone wanted, but you didn't even let them the foot in the door. If that's the case, what do we need a Supreme Court for then? Absolutely. What do we need a Supreme Court for? You know, I obviously was in the, you know, paralegal for 30 plus years. And I am a firm believer in the system. But now it's just very troublesome to me how some things are coming about and not being heard, especially all the behind the scenes and well-documented different things that have happened that have been researched and scrutinized. And again, I'm just going to go back to saying, I don't think that I would have as much of a problem. Now I'm taking away Republican versus Democrat. I'm taking away the party thing. <clears throat> In my opinion, fake 46 is occupying the people's house. I wouldn't have such a problem with that if he won fairly. I mean, obviously his demeanor, um, his he sold America out. Um, he's disgusting with children. I wouldn't have voted for him anyways, but put that aside for just a moment. If he really, truly won, why? was President Trump's cases not heard? Right. And what I, are they trying to hide? And that's that's pretty much the analogy that most people have at the same time knowing that they can't do anything. The other interesting aspect of it, and you wonder where their mindset, because it's Monday mindset, you wonder where their mindset is at, is the pandering that's going on because a lot of people have asked the question, Hey, don't we usually have a state of a union address in January, like the first of the year, like somewhere in that month? Now, granted, do you, he entered the office on January 20th, but there's been no date. So the pandering now, because you know everything now, and that's how I'm going to use it. That's my analogy. They pander a, na a narrative 
because they don't want to get to what the truth of what's going on. Their latest pandering, fear-mongering, is that they're in fear of the person occupying the White House right now if he does do a State of Union address. They fear for his life because of the, the so-called insurrection on January 6th. Let's be real, people. The man cannot get in front of a live mic for, it would be the shortest State of the Union address ever because they would probably only allow him a few minutes. I, I think he's got a time limit on how his attention and his mind or lack thereof can withstand being in front of. And I think that's what it's truly about. I, and I think it is disgusting that his family, Dr. Jill Biden, there's obviously something very cognitive wrong with them. Now, I have said openly and outwardly, I don't care for the guy, I dislike him. I do not wish him any harm. I do not wish him any ill will, but there is something cognitively extremely wrong with fake 46. I mean, it came out last week about the party, the Democratic Party, um, not wanting him to have the nuclear codes or something to that effect. And I may be. Um, no, you're correct. It had something to do with something as important of that. And why is that? Why, why, why would they be nervous with him having all duties and all that, you know, all that includes being in power of the free world? Why would they be nervous over that? Right. I mean, they just have the poor guy sitting there signing executive orders. Blank. They, they, and they're they, blank. <laughs> remember, the, remember the good old days when President Trump would sign an exact order? You'd see it. His signature was very clear. And then what would he do? He would actually pick up the executive order, open it up and show, you know, because he was so proud that he was making these positive changes to make America great. This man has got the mic on and what am I signing? I don't know what I'm signing. Just signing some, I don't see anything here. Can, hello, McFly. Is there supposed well, to be something on this paper I'm signing? Right, yeah. And then last week, I, I only caught a very glimpse of it. It looked like he was having a town hall kind of meeting via, uh, um, you know, video. And that must have been talking, and he obviously lost his place. And, and I felt bad for the guy, I did. And, oh, let, well, let me take off, you know, in his coat pocket, he had a uh, some notes. Well, I carry out my notes around with me, and he's kind of fumbling through his little card thing. Um, well, and then you know, he he obviously has a speech impediment, which, um, I'm, I'm not like downgrading that that's that's real he has that and i i feel bad for that but then he gets so flustered i think he doesn't know how to respond because he's flustered that he's looking in his notes does anybody does his family not see this oh i i truly believe they see it they don't care i mean you're talking about some ruthless human beings here that have no souls that have uh in my opinion, have no souls, have no regard for decency. And why would you 
the average person thinking from a common sense standpoint, the only rational reason is about power and money that you would put a loved one through that, which those aren't reasons to do it either. But that's the only thing that's rational that makes common sense of why what, what they're doing. And for that, shame on them. There is a place and they may not, you know, atone for what they do in this life, but I can guarantee you in the next they will. And that's the only, that's the, that's the reason why I've kind of calmed down over that this person is occupying is you have to come to a, a point when you realize it's not in your control. And at some point justice will be served if not in this life in the next. And that's, and that comes with a very, you have to be very postured in your mindset to know that there's some limitations that we all have that we can't change. We cannot, you know, march down to DC and rip him out of the people's house. We cannot do that. He's there, even though no, closer to 90 million people believe that he does not belong there. At this point, it's out of our control and we have to find strategies to navigate through however long he is there. And that takes mindset. And we can explain this. We can compare that same mindset to how we live our lives. There's sometimes there's things that are not in our control. Like we might start out the day thinking, oh, I've got this day and I'm going to get this accomplished. And I'm back on track with my, my fitness or I'm back in track with, you know, my eating, I'm doing food preps. And then something emotionally totally decides, nah, not going to happen today because we're going to throw a wrench into your nice day. It happens. And you have to embrace that. So I always say with mindset, start your day off by writing three things down. Something that brings you joy, something that you love to do, and something that you need to do. And repeat those three things over and over again. That doesn't mean that they all have to be done in that particular day. But when your mind's when your mindset starts to, you know, astray because you had a pivot that you may not think you can kind of pivot around. We all do that. I do that. You do that. Revert back to those three things. And when you write it down, mindset is not all about keeping it up in here because too frequently things escape us. And that's the power of the pen and the paper to write those intentions down and those intentions are, are what going to keep you on track with your Monday mindset. And with that, we just want to kick off Monday mindset with positivity, knowing that you are starting the first day of the work week. Remember, it's not the first day of the week. Sunday is the first day of the week with a newness, a new sense of urgency to do better, be better and accomplish and be kind. So it's March 1st. What are you going to do? We're almost at the end of the first quarter of 2021. Make it count. Surround yourself with positive people and embrace. And remember, paying the kindness forward. Oh, gosh, it helps so many people. With that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, Lady Canna, live from a beautiful Vero Beach with two sisters. Hey, and good morning again, everyone. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 3.0 from a very gloomy, rainy day in North Haven. We hope that your sunshine brings you some positivity, joy, and good mindset. On that note, we will see you tomorrow. And Wednesday and Thursday this week, we have um, two guests coming on. So we're excited about that. Stay tuned. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye-bye, everyone.